What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, Uber Lyft driver and gig economy news. Sponsored by Middleton Technologies Maximo. I'm your host, SJ, and it's time to get it on. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Ride Share Rodeo. This week, I am super happy to have on uh, the CEO and founder of Display Ride. So, what is Display Ride, you guys? So, we all have dash cams. Those of us that don't absolutely need to be getting dash cams. That's a must in this game. If you do anything gig, delivery, ride share, um, any of the other off the beaten path gig apps, whatever it is, you need a dash cam. If you don't do gigs these days, it's smart to have a dash cam. But if you're doing any gig work, you need a dash cam. Um, and it's not just for riders in your car for ride share, like we thought back or like we thought years ago when they were first coming around. Um, but there's a few problems with most of the dash cams out there. Price um, is the company still around? Is it cloud uploading? Because people have got turned on to the fact that if you grab the dash cam, um, if you're if you're trying to rob the driver, if you're trying to do something, and you see the dash cam, you just grab it and go. In most cases, you're working with an SD or a mini um, SD card where all the files are on the actual unit itself. But are you doing cloud uploading? Um, I'm sure some of us remember Owl. They used to be around. Um, Owl used to do cloud uploading, but you had to buy the unit. And then you had to pay a monthly cloud storage fee, depending on the amount of data you were going to use. So we have the alternative to everything here. A unit that covers unlimited data, doesn't use your phone or any of your devices, provides the device all for a simple monthly cost and unlimited data. And you can pull any time frames that you want to and have them sent directly to your phone. Um, I don't want to get too much farther into this because I'm going to talk with their CEO and founder right here. But real quick, before we jump into that, um, this Thursday on YouTube, I have Gary Middleton from Middleton Technologies. And we are going to be talking about, well, a handful of things. So but what I want to do right now, real quick before we jump in, is talk about Maximo. Because every week I'm sitting here, I'm plugging Maximo for you guys, and I'm telling you the, you know, all about it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try it a little bit different way before we jump into the interview here today. So Maximo helps rideshare and delivery drivers become safer drivers by auto switching between apps, auto accepting only the trips they want, and auto declining unprofitable trips. The more service services you drive for the more trips you can get, which equals less downtime and more money. 
So number one rated Android app for multi-app users. Boom. There it is, guys. The DUH and FlexAlert are also Middleton apps, but Maximo. Don't forget this. So it covers a lot, too, guys. It covers um, uh, Uber. It covers Lyft. It covers uh, Uber Eats. And it cover, covers Grubhub. So you can set all your filters for all of those. It even covers Didi and Ola and uh, Zoomy. And if Postmates is a, still an app anywhere, because I know in some markets it still is, it covers Postmates. Um, you know, filter your trip requests, uh, hands-free, uh, switches on and off everything. We're going to get into this a little bit more with Gary and on Thursday's Live. But for now, I'm going to say that. Now, each week, I'm going to try and bring a different aspect of Maximo to you. And, uh, you know, some of it, maybe I'm going to even try and have some people on who have been longtime users and try and do a roundtable and maybe even include a couple of DUH users as well, because uh, I happen to know a lot of those. But due to the pandemic, um, you know, a lot of people stopped rideshare. Now they're coming back, and a lot of them are newbies. And I know a handful listen to the podcast. So if you're listening and you're doing rideshare or you're just about to switch back to it or you're about to start it or whatever and you're already doing delivery and listening to the podcast or checking us out on YouTube, um, please uh, give it a try. You get 14 days for free. You can go to middletontech.com and everything can be found in the show notes, guys, um, from Facebook groups to Twitter handles to the website, to signing up, everything. How to download the apps. They're all in the show notes every week. Middleton Technologies Maximo and the DUH and FlexAlert. Now, I want to jump into this interview and I will be back on the other side. So today I have the CEO and founder of Display Ride, um, Abdul Kasim. And uh, Abdul, thank you for being on today. My pleasure, Steve. Thank you for for the opportunity. Absolutely. Um, you and I had the you and I got to talk a couple months back, and uh, and I really liked what you had going. And I think now is a really. I've been talking with a lot of people. We've been talking about data security. We've been talking about personal safety in the gig realm. Um, all these factors, and I think right now is kind of a perfect time to hit on it. You know, the gig work is returning, but everything's crazy as usual. And still we're having like more violence with less people doing the work. And it's not just two to three target cities anymore. It's kind of everywhere. You can expect some almost not expect, but you should be on your guard for anything to happen at any time. And there's a lot about what you're doing that I like. So can you give us a rundown on the platform? I already, I, I already understand and I have some questions queued up, but can you give us the, the rundown so that everybody can understand what Display Ride is doing? Sure. Thank you so much for the opportunity again, Steve. So what we are focused on is really uh, the safety component, right, for uh, for uh, rideshare drivers especially. Uh, you know, obviously there are tons of dash cams which allows you to record and things like that, but we've really tried to uh, develop a solution which is more holistic. So what it tries to do is three things, really. It tries to uh, prevent incidents before they actually happen. That is the ideal scenario, of course. Mm -hmm. Or at least deter such incidents. And uh, it records everything that goes on both inside and outside the vehicle. Uh, and, uh, you know, in case there is any issue, uh, it, it kind of uh, observes what really is happening because there is some artificial intelligence in there. 
and it can sort of allow the intervention. So if there's an issue, then you can sort of mitigate it. So that's generally the framework we have employed. And, uh, you know, we do have a dash cam component to it. It is right. Uh, let me show it to you. It's very simple, straightforward thing right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just mounted on the uh, on the windshield. It takes about 30 seconds to set it up. And you can see it has a, a live stream of both the in and out of the uh, inside and outside of the vehicle or the cams. Mm-hmm. And we have night and day recording. And also we have, uh, you know, some uh, real-time help as well as real-time video right here. Uh, the important element of our product is uh, it basically, it takes about 30 seconds, first of all, to install it, okay? And the driver uh, is no, is not responsible for anything beyond ensuring it is powered on, that is put it in the cigarette lighter. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Everything else is done automatically. That is, you know, it's recorded automatically. It is uploaded to a secure cloud location automatically. And after every ride, you know, the driver gets what we call a snapshot of what happened, you know, of the entire ride, just a quick run through, just just for their own, you know, for, for some more reassurance. If there's any issue, like deactivation or whatever, they just press a button and we will send an exact, what, what we call an incident detail mm-hmm. about, you know, a particular time, what happened, both the audio, video, inside, outside of the vehicle. And then we can also send it to, uh, you know, like if they want attorney help, like legal help, we can connect them for a free consultation with legal right share mm-hmm. who are proficient in this. And then uh, they can send it to anyone. I mean, so they get it and everything is done through their phones uh, and also through email. So there's really no app downloads, nothing of that sort. Uh, nothing to go and really, you know, like a lot of the dash cams are required to put a memory card. You need to take it out, plug it in somewhere, see where the problem is, upload it. It's a nightmare, you know, I mean, yeah. so we try to make it really, really simple. That's the bottom line of it. And we try to make sure it's secure. One aspect is, you know, it automa- It also periodically, uh, it plays a message, uh, you know, audio message saying that, hey, please be aware it's being recorded. We have seen similar small things like that will deter any, you know, malintent. People may have like some. But that, that's what, yeah, that's one of my points. I was going to bring up to you and to the to the gig workers out there that this is a this is a really that's a really huge thing. I think um, because it's not the driver saying it, and it's not Uber being Im- invasive on your ride and coming through on the on your phone or something and saying, "Hey, you know, we're listening" or something that would just yeah. weird people out. It's just this. It's just reminding people that there's a system in place in the car right. that is recording. Absolutely. I think that is, uh, and we have found there's a lot of scientific data to back that us, back that people generally behave a little better. Oh, yeah. you, can, you can probably hear it's playing, you know, and it plays every 10 minutes or so, you know. So yeah. it's, uh, so, you know, just for, uh, for people are just, just better behaved, I guess. And that is the ideal scenario for us, you know. So is there, if the driver's kind of uh, been waiting for a ride to come through and he waits like 25 minutes, can he mute it when it comes through? If he's, if he's sitting there without a passenger, that's a good question. Uh, uh, Steve, we have deliberately tried to make it little, not annoyingly loud and stuff like that. It is somewhat like a pleasant voice just saying that, you know, it's really not, I mean, the trade off and it's it's short. Yeah. It's just like, Hey, please be aware that this, your ride is being recorded for your safety. So there's always that part which allows to tell you, hey, it's for your own benefit. Kind of right. Thing. Um, so 
Okay. So I have a, so I just wanted to hit on some things because I know people who have dated dash cams. And this is something you and I talked about the last time that if you have, um, you know, it might be like one of the micros or an SD card or whatever it is. But a lot of times, not only do I find that this is a, you know, my dash cam has that. And it's a lot of the dash cams I've noticed, it's odd that they all place those on the passenger side of the dash cam. I don't know why, but if you're sitting in the passenger seat up front, you're going to see that if you're looking, you're going to see that card, which I never got. At least put it on the driver's side. It's still a problem because somebody could rip my camera off run and they, and mine doesn't upload to the cloud, you know, so I don't have that feature that display ride gives you or that, you know, some few others give you like that now. So, you know, I'm kind of at risk. I would think that some people are becoming smarter to the fact I know in New York city, they do the dash and grabs with other things in the cars too, but I know that now they go for the dash cams because they know that most of them are not uploading to the cloud. So no matter what they did, as long as they grab the dash cam, they're probably fine. Exactly. And uh, yeah, in real time, we recall, we are uploading it in real time because it has a wireless connection inside the device itself. Exactly. And and driver's phone and everything. It's standalone thing. And right. And that's what I was going to say too, to the drivers is any of you out there who do, who would choose to do something like display ride, this isn't your data. They're, they're, they're mining the data live from your, from the dash cam to you, to the cloud. And then you can, at the end of every trip, you get, you get an SMS, right? Saying that the trip ended. And if you, if you need that, you can download that. If you need any certain time gaps, you can download that or, or at the, if it's not crucial in the moment, you could email them. I think from our last discussion, I remember you saying you could email and say, Hey, I need this piece. It might be bigger than the normal piece, but I need this clip. Could you sure. provide that for me? And then these guys can provide you whatever you want. But on the on the go, I think there's even like an emergency setting, if I remember, that if you hit it, you get five minutes prior, five minutes past yeah. the point where you hit it. Yeah, exactly. It's here, and you just press this. You see that uh, uh, the ting, uh, ping uh, sound was there? That's yeah. it. It means it, it's going to send it to my phone in a minute or two. It'll just send me the data, like the video and audio. So God forbid if there's an incident or something like and a cop shows up, right? You want to show like, hey, immediate data. So you can show it. It's or pretty, even, uh, or pretty even if you feel one's coming, right? Like it, yeah, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have to have started. I mean, like. No, no, no absolutely. I mean, it, you it, could it just feel there. that you're not feeling comfortable with the passengers. And it's not, a, it's not a strike on you for doing it if nothing happens. It's just extra absolutely. protection. Exactly. You can do that. And, you know, it's, it's just a reassuring thing. And one other thing we are trying to, uh, we're, we're adding, uh, uh, Steve, is this thing called support. You know, there's a thing called support. Again, it's pretty close. By the way, our, de- our device is mounted more towards the driver's side, so it's easily reachable. You know, it's, uh, and right. so what happens if you press this? So it just says, I mean, you're seeing, a, you're hearing a message, contact uh-huh. the customer. But what we're trying to do is, especially for women drivers and so on and so forth, if you press this, this will automatically set you up live call with uh, with an agent or somebody out there. So immediately you will know, uh, like you feel reassured, like, hey, there's somebody, you know, with me kind of thing, right? Like, you know, uh, and that immediately, and if there's an emergency situation or something, somebody can act. So that's, I think, a feature. Uh, it's like almost like that onboard system that you had in all these cars and stuff like in the in the more luxurious cars. So we think that's very important, especially for 
drivers who drive in fairly, you know, difficult areas and also women drivers. See, I already got that message, by the way. The thing I sent, I, I requested it. Mm-hmm. It said that here, here is your emergency video. You just okay. get a thing. All they do is just there's a link. It you just press the link and it'll automatically start. Uh, it's loading. It it just loads up by the the both the front and the back. It's it's pretty cool. The important thing is it's all. But proactive. it's also recording the five minutes after, right? Yeah, yeah. It records. Uh, yeah. So you see here we have. You can see it says road view and the cabin view, and you can right. just press that. It'll show. It'll show you whatever. It, obviously, I placed my camera. Facing the window, so it's showing the window. Of course, you'll get a scene. So, is it is it that you'll get another one in five minutes? Then saying, "Here's the second part of that." No, this is the immediate one. If you want another one, you just press again. Because oh, okay. We cannot, okay. Yeah, the important thing, and we will get to the economics of it, Steve. We've our goal is to make sure everybody has it. You know, we've tried to make sure there is no reason for anybody not to have this. In fact, a lot of our customers now mm-hmm. already had dash cams. But they think, exactly. hey, for like you know, you know, for uh, for this price, no worries, I'll get and get it. Uh, so obviously, you know, we cannot keep on. You know, there's a huge cost for uploading. You know, this data is video bandwidth is heavy, right? So you know, we have to pay the wireless carriers, whether it's Verizon or AT and T, T-Mobile, and all that stuff. So it costs a lot to upload huge amounts of data. So we just try to be, hey, be sensitive. You know, don't abuse that privilege. Is basically what we we try to ask the drivers. Right. But again, to the drivers, just so you know, if if any of that was confusing at all, so you're basically you're only only get the video you need, but you can call yeah. for any pieces that you need or want. Maybe there's a piece you just want, and that's Absolutely. fine too. But the the main thing you guys should should be hearing here is that this data isn't running off your phone. It isn't even it isn't even anything running with your phone, and it's it's the same as any dash cam you might have a, a lot of people i know a lot seem to have the old data card ones you know i don't even know like last time you and i spoke abdul was like uh we i think we talked about owl for a minute cuz owl was doing a good thing but i don't even think they're around with their product anymore yeah that's what i i heard they they're no longer in business you know so it's like who's still doing these cloud uploads and this is what i think is crucial people because it's we all say it's great you got to have a dash cam you got to have a dash cam but if you have one that if somebody grabs and just runs away and has everything on it <laughs> and you can't Absolutely. call it up to your phone or anything that's i mean there's nothing i don't know there's nothing that you can do at that point i mean this thing almost if they you know if they well i guess it would come out of the power but they'd have everything tracked up till the point where it was ripped out so anything the people had already done is already there um you know again yeah. Remember, the other thing is, you know, we automatically, you know, for example, let's take this in a use case where somebody's making a grab for it, right, or, and grabs it successfully. But usually we would have had the guy's face or whatever, the person's face is already recorded and uploaded. So immediately authorities can sort of pursue it. And that's exactly what is happening also, Steve, in, in Chicago, for example. There are a lot mm-hmm. of these carjackings and stuff like that, you know. So people are coming, hitting the driver and getting into the vehicle, and then they're realizing there's a dash cam, of course, and they plug it in, they just chuck it out or break it, right? But in our stuff, they already, their their photo is already there. I mean, you know, you already know who the person is, perpetrator is. So it's much easier to follow up and figure out where, what happened and all that stuff. So right. that's uh, a pretty cool thing. Another thing we are doing, Steve, is uh, we, are, we have got a lot of telematic data in this. So... 
uh, one of the things, couple of things, it kind of shows how you're driving and all that stuff, especially with your vehicle. Are you driving it efficiently, not efficiently, that sort of thing? Because we, we send a report automatically every every month. But more importantly, right, if God forbid there's an accident, it can automatically detect an accident because there are something called G sensors inside this device. So if it's sudden, you know, if there is some accident, it can recognize there is an accident and it can automatically notify your loved ones or somebody, like, you know, somebody in your emergency contact saying, hey, this person may be in an accident, you may want to take a look at it or whatever. And also what we do is we record all the data at that time, like what happened, where was it, where were you driving, uh, the video, audio, of course, of uh, the five minutes before, five minutes afterwards, and it's automatically sent, nothing you have to do. So, you know, uh, just just this morning, some guy, you know, was hit on the, was sideswiped on his vehicle this morning, uh, some one of the drivers, and he just, you know, just downloaded the. Uh, he, immediately, he had that accident report, and he called up his uh, insurance, and they know he's not at fault, and they started processing it right away. So, yeah. So yeah. So I was going to say too, like I, I know that you can separate the video. You can choose to not have audio, if you want. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, I would probably want both because if I'm recording that, I want the conversation that's happening as well as the actions in the video. But also, um, one thing I love, and I know that the people who listen to the podcast and watch watch the YouTube channel will love, is that you don't share any of the information unless the person requests that you do. Absolutely, we do not. The data is owned completely by the driver. So the driver has the complete access to it, and we will not share, short of a you know, court order or something, we will not share with anybody. And uh, the, only, the only options we offer them is, they can actually take, you know, because we were trying to make their life easier. So if they want to share it with their legal, like a attorney or something, right? Because a lot of one of the big things we offer is something called for deactivation. A lot of drivers are deactivated for flimsy reasons. Mm-hmm. And you it's good to have somebody, some legal minds behind you to go to Uber or Lyft or whatever and make your case, right? Otherwise, you know, those guys just ignore you and you just come back to your brief platform for a while. So we can do that. But again, that is the driver's option. And they can always send it afterwards. No big deal. So it's completely the driver's data. We do not we do not see it ourselves. If the driver wants it, we always ask, like, hey, do you, re, you know, it's okay for us to, you know, because they tell us, okay, what time and all that stuff. So we oh, that's the only time we access it. We do not access it. Um, right. Otherwise, yeah. Right. But which also gives people the, you know, it gives you the, um, the uh, ability to, you know, if you were in an accident, it's not your fault to request it before the police officer even gets there. Like you'll Absolutely. be able to say, I mean, you'll have it downloaded on your phone, be able to go, here's how it went down. <laughs> you know, so like, we have, uh, unfortunately, we have seen a lot of uh, incidents where uh, more than, you know, physical abuse, uh, there have been a lot of verbal abuse. You know, they'll abuse mm-hmm. the driver or something like that. They'll use some, you know, nasty names and things like that. Now, you know, and somebody calls them and, you know, asks them, hey, that's a, I didn't say anything kind of stuff, right? So now they can actually stop. The, a lot of times what happened is the driver stops the vehicle, tells the guy to get out. The guy says, I'm not going to get out. So what happens? The cop shows up. Then you say, hey, here's a recording. It shows this guy was abusing me. So mm-hmm. those kind of things are extremely useful. Um, and we are seeing a lot of drivers feel much more comfortable and they're asserting, you know, that they don't have to tolerate because uh, some of the guys were telling me that they, you know, they're just being called mean names and stuff a lot of college kids will get in they want a free ride you know they'll do all kinds oh, of stupid yeah. things so oh, they yeah. call uber the driver was mean to me 
and all that. So what 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 will they do? They don't want to lose the customer. Whom do they trust? They'll trust the customer usually, and they say, well, okay, sorry, sir, your ride is free. That's what they're going to say. So that's basically the intent. So it's all this stuff we try to. You know, oftentimes too, you get that. One of the most common things I talk with people about drivers that I know is that one of the biggest annoying little incidents that happens is people calling for like an Uber X and having one extra person, but then trying to pull it where they all get in and the one sneaks in behind them so that you're already in the car and try and have that situation out. And that's been a thing since back when I started that used to happen. Um, but now it's it's still going on just with the with the temperament of people around this planet right now. <laughs> it seems like those kind of things can get out of hand and escalated real quick. Yeah, a lot of people, I mean, you know, they, this is their livelihood. They want, and, you know, why do you want to have a tense sort of thing, right? We try to at least make it a little bit easier for them. So that's why we are providing this solution. We have like a button for deactivation. We have a button for accident, you know, all those things. So really the driver does not have to worry about all these sophisticated things, downloading, uploading, sending emails, all that, we kind of take care of it, you know. They just, they feel, okay, everything is taken care of me. Somebody's watching me. Somebody's, you know, I'm sort of protected. So they feel some degree of thing. And one thing interesting, uh, uh, Steve, we have found is, it's uh, like you said, you know, the environment is also a little bit uh, crazy nowadays with uh, people and everybody, right? So what we have seen is uh, that when the driver feels comfortable, right, they know they're recorded. and their demeanor also feels, you know, is improved because they feel more comfortable and all that stuff. And we have seen that they tend to be more talk, you know, more nicer or whatever. At least the uh, the, the passengers uh, perceive it to be that way, and they give a better rating. So this is we never thought that would work that way, but it seems like it has a a, a good consequence. You know, when uh, people feel okay. safe and secure, they feel mm-hmm. better and they're much more nicer, pleasant, and the, it also it has a better impact where, you know, they get a better rating, more tips, that sort of thing. I think it's a two-way street too. I think when that comes through, I think it's, I think it's these days, I think it's, well, all the time it would be good, but especially right now when there's so much craziness, do I mask? Do I not mask? What's going on? Is this guy vaccinated? We could be fighting over anything. It's just kind of, it's nice to have a voice come through and say, Hey, this is being recorded. It's it's not like as the passenger, you're like, wait a minute. Or as the driver, you're like, wait a minute. It's like on both sides, you should be like, good. This is being. Yeah. So it kind of is like that breath of fresh air a little bit like, okay. Even That's if you're the passenger, you're able to go, okay, this yeah. guy's having this recorded and everything. And he's legit. I'm not going to screw around here. Or what, I, I don't know. It would just give me, even if I'm drunk or, you know, what. Not that, you know, I'm too old to be going out and getting drunk and stuff, but back in my day, you know, if I was drunk and getting in one and, you know, who knows, not, and not that I would ever mean anything, but maybe I'd say something that just crossed somebody's line. That's just that reminder to that not all of us are on the same page about everything and how things come across. I think one of the important things we have tried to, we strive to do in our design is it has to be a win-win for everybody, Right. Definitely for the driver. I mean, we are looking out for the driver, obviously, but obviously we are looking out for the passengers too, because they are the, they are the ones consuming it, right? These 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 rides. And of course, we try to make life easier for the uh, rideshare company as well. So if Uber or Lyft or something complains, say, hey, man, some guy complained about you, can you can actually show that stuff? Today it takes them two weeks, several weeks actually, to figure out what actually transpired because they don't have any data or anything. Okay, only now they're beginning to say, okay, if you have any dash cam, just send it to us. Again, you what do you do? Take it, 
take it somewhere on your home computer, upload. It's all nonsense. For us, you just click a button and they have it. But the point is, again, it makes life easier for Uber and Lyft as well. And it's very legitimate, credible data. Nobody can manipulate it. So we know that what they see is what, what happened, really. So the drivers, it's benefit for the drivers, benefit for the passengers, benefit for the ride-sharing company. And also, of course, like I said, you know, even for insurers and so on and so forth, you know, because they, they don't know what happened in a, during an accident. So we can, you know, so it's an entire value chain we've tried to uh, to improve, uh, Steve. So we are not like a product company. That is an important distinction we have. We are trying, mm-hmm. we see the problem and we try to solve the problem, we, whether it's a device or a backend or a cloud or whatever. That is not relevant to the driver. You know, the driver has a problem. How do you fix the problem? Mm-hmm. We may use a lot of technology and we do use a lot of technology behind the scenes. But that's our goal, not to not provide a tool which they can use and then they have to figure it out. That's the big Right. Difference. If you were in an accident, you have to go home and pull it off your card onto your computer exactly. and figure out then how to get it to the police. You'll be able to give it to the police in real time. Exactly. Imagine how your emotional state when you're in an accident. I mean, you know, you're worried. I mean, you're thinking about all this stuff. No, come on. Somebody has to take care of it. You need to, your, your mind is probably gone somewhere. I mean, you want to, you want to make it easy as easy as possible. And that's what we try to do. Yeah, I think you do because it makes it so you can just go, wait, you send me all that. And then when they get there, you're able to explain yourself. You can take a deep breath. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the uh, telematics a little bit? Sure. So okay. we have. I'm going to let you do that one. Absolutely. We have a <laughs> telematics component in the device. Mm-hmm. What that means is basically it's about the driving component of your thing, right? Because you're driving a vehicle. There are, uh, we charge a little extra for the telematics because it's totally distinct. A lot of people don't want it. But what we do is we offer a, uh, you know, uh, a what we call a safety score. Again, we try to keep things simple. Mm-hmm. You, you know, we have something called a safety score. So at the end of the month, Steve, you'll get a message saying, hey, Steve, your safety score was 90. Means you got an A plus, something like that. If you, hey, you're, Steve, your safety score was 20, that means you drove something. What that really translates, (laughs) we give give all the information. It means you drove fast, you sped, you know, we track on the speed limits and all that. You are speeding over constantly and uh, you braked a lot and you turned very harsh, all that sort of thing. Because we believe that is also an element of safety at the end of the day, you know. So we track that. We also are, because we are ecocentric, you know, we also check uh, how you're driving. Are you driving efficiently or just speeding? And, you're, you know, that, uh, that uh, emits a lot of gas. Your vehicle requires more, you know, more maintenance and all that stuff. So, we, again, we give a score. So you can kind of modulate how you drive, right? That's one thing. The other thing we offer is the accident report, which means if there's an accident, we can actually detect it in real time, gather the data before the accident, after the accident, inside, outside the vehicle, and we create a report saying, hey, we detected the accident. Here is the report of what happened, where you were. Here is the location. You know, Here is what was happening inside the vehicle, what is happening outside the vehicle, and all that sort of thing. So you have a complete uh, like a report, accident report. And also what we do is the, the other thing is we offer uh, this, uh, this, uh, this, this uh, emergency video, uh, emergency audio video, which you want, right? You can just mm-hmm. press and get it. We put that on the telematics because we charge extra for the telematics because every time you press that, right, it consumes a lot of data to, you know, right, you're right. doing it real time, right? So we, we try to bundle that with them. So basically those three things you get, a lot of the drivers, by the way, it costs five bucks more per month. So people said, it's no brainer. I yeah. like it. And a lot of people feel comfortable, you know, and one of the things, Steve, you're working with some insurance companies 
And that's really important to know. Yeah, this is um, what you and I were talking. I was going to ask yeah. you if you're there, if you're kind of getting there. We are. We are going to announce uh, shortly. So, you know, the idea, our ideal goal is you, uh, Steve, you're driving very safely, right? I mean, you're driving respectfully. You're not speeding, all that stuff. Why should you pay the same, uh, you know, premium as somebody else who is driving rash? You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes no sense just because he's your same age or same you know, location. It's absurd. It depends on how well you drive. That's your risk profile. So we think you can use that to improve your, you know, get a better deal. In fact, we are already doing that with uh, what we call is uh, these fleet managers, you know, fleet companies. They're mm -hmm. already using our stuff for getting better uh, insurance rates. See, I, I, and you, when you and I talked last, I thought that was one of the biggest, coolest things you were doing was that I'm like, you know, people see, might see it as I don't want to spend the extra five bucks to have them tell me if I'm a good driver or not. It's It's not really what it is. It's more like, it's like the police's perspective. If they had a drone over you the yeah. whole month, yeah, you'd get exactly. an actual analysis of how they think you drive, not how you think you drive. Absolutely. The other thing is also remember and you might you know, learn from that. You might look at all this metric breakdown and go, wait a minute. I, I, I know I drive fast, but this is saying all the time I'm driving fast. I'm not stopping good. I'm yeah, doing yeah. And, and in your head, you probably somewhere in those cobwebs know that already. Yeah, I think having data is better to validate that, Steve, one. The second mm -hmm. thing, importantly, is remember, you drive like crazy, then you're, it's going to cost you, right? The maintenance, your brakes are yep. going to get worn off fast. You know, you, you need more maintenance, that kind of stuff. So there is a indirect cost. And like we said, a, a, a cherry on the top would be ultimately some insurance company says, hey, Steve, you're driving great. You get a better rate, that kind of stuff. Which is that's what, what we that's think that's happen. what and that's what I think was really cool last time we talked is that I saw that being a huge thing for the insurance down the road is that if if yeah. they get to a level where they love the way you do this and they're accepting that metric, even if it's certain insurance companies, and they're like, Yeah, we love this because this gives us a real breakdown of how they're doing. Because if 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 an insurance company could, they would take every metric on you to see how you drive every second of the well, day. And your rate would course. be totally based on that. Exactly, exactly. Because, and, and you know, at the moment, they're not competitive at all. But now, you know, I mean, you know, but now with more and more data, basically what you're saying is if you're driving well, you're less risky for that, right? That's all mm -hmm. it means. So if you're less risky, you should pay less. That's simple as that. So it's right. a simple idea, but hopefully a powerful one. So ultimately, we're bringing all these different entities. The driver is the center of our, our solution but also the passenger, the insurance company, and the rideshare company. So everybody wins out of our solution, we feel. And so that, that's how we are, we are, we are, we are, we are uh, we, and we're constantly adding new, new features, Steve. So I'll, I'll just run through the, the standard features. So if some, if some, first of all, to sign up is simple. You go to, their, you go to the website, Display Ride. Okay, yeah. You can do it right yeah. from there. I think it's, I'm looking at it right now. I think it's like literally like just a few lines of information they need. And yeah. you'll, then they'll send you the, um, the camera, the, yeah. the charging sure. cable and clips and the startup guide. And basically it says standard features. So you get the, um, auto automatic video, audio recording, um, day or night, uh, real time storage on the cloud, periodic audio alerts, summary video of all rides, live streaming in and out, deactivation support system, and fully automatic monitoring. And you do this all for twenty dollars. Exactly. So now we have like a twenty five percent off. For, I mean, especially for your viewers. Sorry, twenty dollars right? a month with no upfront fee though. There's nothing. You're not yeah, buying exactly. anything, people. You're getting no, all no. of the data. You're getting the unit. 
right, right. So what we have been very, we, we try to be as, uh, you know, attractive as possible because our goal is to be really across the entire rideshare, uh, you know, uh, fraternity. Uh, and so we're making it a really, really attractive thing, 20 bucks. Uh, if you want the telematics component, you add five bucks per month. Uh, we ask, uh, like your phone, we ask like a two-year contract because, you know, there is an expensive device we send you and all that stuff, we say. And, uh, yeah, if you don't like it, you can obviously return it. You know, we kind of allow that. Uh, but we try to be, you know, we so far people love it. And we think, you know, we are trying to be looking out for them. And I think the drive, it resonates with the drivers that you're looking out. Nobody ever, most of the dash cam companies don't know what the hell you're talking about when you say deactivation. What is deactivation? You know what I mean? So drivers know, we know what deactivation is and all that stuff. So we are offering them very specific features. So yeah, they can just order it and they're ready to, it takes 30 seconds, by the less than 30 seconds, I might add. That's one of the big features of our product. All you need to do, it comes exactly like this. It comes with a with a cable, uh, charging cable, you, which you plug it into the uh, uh, into the uh, cigarette lighter. And here you see, Steve, you see it has a mm-hmm. it has a um, you know an adhesive. You just pl- uh, peel it up and just do it, and you just screw it up, and you're done. And you can actually view it, you know, how it looks here, right here in the in real time. That that's basically it. Right, but so basically, I do. Here's what I want to point out to a lot of people, though. So basically, you're even if you already have a dash cam like I do. This is a great idea because for me, I I was uh, you know the owl was something I liked, but here's the problem. Here's the difference when owl was around. They're not even around, but when it was, you had to pay three hundred plus dollars for the device, and then you had to pay if, if I remember correctly, it was about fifteen or twenty anyway, just for the monthly service of their recordings. Exactly. So you were still paying exactly what you're paying here. So you might not own this camera, however. You don't pay for any of the data. It's not tied to anything you do. It's recording right. everything. It's got your back 100%. Um, I know you're saying rideshare, but I don't see why delivery drivers oh, yeah. don't want this as well. Just Absolutely. people who are on the road that much, even if it's an, even if it's not having an issue with the riders in your cars, accidents, ha- everything happens. Absolutely. And it's, and it's just how would you not want that documented? Of course you do. A lot of people are moving to just getting dash cams. They're getting entry-level ones that record horribly, that don't timestamp correctly, or all kinds of things. And that reset every time you plug them in so the date's wrong, so you can't ever prove if the date was the date. This is all stuff that's done on the cloud. This is the way I prefer things be done. And it rec- does it record local too on the unit? Or does it I'm not? Sorry. It does it re- everything, everything is... It has a huge 32G memory card in the device okay. as well. So everything is recorded on it as well. So you know. So whatever 32G is in the setting you're using for video, once it hits the end of that, it just kind of goes back and starts recording again. Yeah, it records just so you know to give you a perspective. It'll record up to three days worth of data. You know, so right. And then at that point, if like if if you needed something from a day or two ago, you shouldn't be like, wait a minute, three days ago I was in an accident. I better pull that. (laughs) Hopefully, you pulled it. Interesting. Uh, That's a good, great point you raised. One of the things we do is. Uh, we have something called uh, history backup reports. So you can go on our, you know, we can give a, we, we actually on the website, you can just go and click one thing. It'll give you up to 72 hours back data. Okay. Automatically, just a click. It'll send you, it'll send you basically links of all the, the rides that you've done. So you just plunk, you, you'll see everything. And every, even uh, all the videos will have the timestamp and uh, the location, in fact, where you were. So, you right. know, if you're like, 
because somebody was, you know, the one one of the scenarios we see, Steve, is uh, some of these ride-sharing companies will call up the driver and say, hey, one of your customers complained. They will not reveal exactly where, who, when, where, all that stuff. So you may have an idea, you may not. So you may, you may just want to scan in three, hey, look, what happened? Usually, you know, three days, usually within 40, 24 hours, they let you know these things. But we give you up to 72 hours of data so you can review it and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know, for... <laughs> For the twenty dollars a month that you just used to have to, or that you have to pay for most of the dash cam types that do cloud uploading, you have to pay that a month anyway for those services. Yeah. And even some of them, I don't know if it's still the case, but I do remember that even some of them have limits on their data. Yeah. So there was like a limit on how much data you could be uploading and how much had to be local, and there were people changing settings. And I just, I just always thought it was a horrible way to do it. That this. Yeah, is, I mean- this is what's been needed is a way to do it where it's just always uploading. You don't need to, like you were saying, you don't need to think about it. You just turn it on yeah. and you start working and concentrate on your work. Don't worry about the dash exactly. cam. It's got you. Exactly. exactly. We don't want <laughs> you to worry about dash cam, how it's recording, all the junk. And uh, the important thing is, you know, the driver, uh, I mean, you know, this, uh, we, we record everything. And also another important element uh, is, is that you're, your uh, audience has to understand is there are tons of dash cams. Obviously, they know you can go to Amazon, whatever, you can find a whole bunch. But a lot of them, you just buy it. If it doesn't work, you got to throw it. That's end of story. You don't, yep. there's no customer service, nothing. We, another important element we are trying to bring is customer component, customer service. You can, like I said, we are creating this online thing in the future where you just plug and you'll get connected to a real time to an agent right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can always call us and, uh, you know, you, Every time you press those things in our uh, in our support center, we can see who is calling where if there's an issue. So we all we actively try to intervene if there is any issue. We see if there's a problem. Right. Yeah. I mean, just everything about this, and you know, I'll I'll leave it up to uh, you guys to go to the website. It's just displayride.com, and um, if you need to, you can if you want more information, you can info their info at displayride.com. But go check out the website. I think that. Here, we've given you enough information where if you're the type who, even as a dated camera, because you made a good point, like my camera was bought like five years ago and there's cameras even made since then, where if you buy them on Amazon, the company doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they, I don't, I don't want to say they've gone out of business, but they made their cameras, they dumped them and now they're not around. Yeah. So a lot of not, them are. Right. I mean, a lot of them are. So the ones that you see on like half price sale and stuff, even if they're reviewed, great. You might want to take two looks into the company and see if they're still a company because... We are proudly made in the United States, by the way. So Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think that the cloud uploading in real time is just genius. I think that not having to deal with... Because even on mine, I have to do settings. I just have to. Every once in a while, I got to do something or if the battery dies or something, everything resets. So it's... You know, then you got to go back in there and enter the date. And did you enter it right? These time coding stamped ones where it's just done for you are great. And if it's real time and, you know, anything, God forbid, happens to you, especially an accident. And I, I know that we focused a little bit on the safety issues in the beginning, but the accidents too, when you're doing food delivery or whatever, somebody rear ends you. It's not that uncommon these days for somebody to rear end you and try and take off. I don't know, mate, you know. I'm just coming up on 50 years old here, but I remember back when I was learning how to drive, if you got in an accident, you didn't leave the scene of the crime. Maybe that's just where I grew up in Michigan too, but you just didn't. These days, I feel like it happens all the time. I feel like yeah. I, you know, somebody hits somebody and they just try and tear out of there. 
absolutely. It happened and just this morning, I told you. So exactly I mean, that, you know. This this stops all of that kind of craziness because if they do that, then they're in just more trouble and you've already helped to eliminate it and solve it. So I don't know. I think that everybody needs to go and check this out. And if you have any questions, obviously you can email info at display ride and uh, Abdul, I want to thank you for uh, sharing this with our, with our audience and uh, I'll make sure it's going to be out on the audio podcast as well as come out on video this week. And uh, hopefully a bunch of people will come your way because I think you have a great product. Thank you so very much, Steve. Really appreciate it. Uh, of course, you know, anybody has, the, like you said, info at displayride.com, go to our website. And there's also a number, I think it's 408-290-1936, if my memory serves me right. Uh, but anyway, it's on the website. Please feel free to call us. We are here for you, and we'll make sure you know, you're know you happy with it. So thank you again for the opportunity, Steve. Hey, thank you for creating a, a product that our drivers can use or should be using, so the kind of things they should be using. So thank you again. Take care. Have a great day. You too. Bye. I think we covered just about everything on that um, regarding display, right? If you have any questions again, guys, um, all the info will be in the show notes. You can find them. Um, you can email info at displayride.com or you can contact us as well. Um, I have talked with Abdul on a few occasions. I've been watching his product for some time now, and I even know about some of the long-term stuff they're looking at. And, uh, some of the way that it might integrate in with some insurance things and um, specifically specific insurance companies, if they ever come to that line about where they can accept a point system of how you're driving might be able to be incorporated with like a buckle type situation where they're just giving you just the insurance you need. Then you can prove how much better you're driving and then lower even that. I'm telling you down the line, um, you know, a lot of times we talk about all the bad about gig apps and all this and that and the other. It's nice to see a bunch of companies emerging that I've known about for years um, who have kind of been, you know, just quiet and working for years. And they've been on my radar, but it's nice to see them emerging this year and last year, especially, and and working to work with the gig workers. Um Everybody's always skeptical going into things, but if if you're you if you download all these gig apps and you work all these gig apps, then you should not be skeptical about the companies that are are trying to help. Obviously, they're still companies; they're they're trying to earn as well, but they're trying to make this a better playing field. You know, buckle, um, moves, um, display ride, just to name a few. You know, solo. Uh, I I could go on and on and on with some of the CEOs and founders of some great companies I've had, and they all do amazing things, and they all have had Series A and B funding, so they're they're legit real companies, um, and in many cases they're working with these gig platforms as much as the gig platforms will allow them. So it's it's to every it's to the drivers' benefits, but. Um, are they willing to work the companies to work with these companies? And slowly they are with some. So I'm happy. And uh, oddly, I am ending well below an hour today. Wow. Um, let's see what that does. <laughs> um, so next week, uh, well, next week will be a surprise, I guess. Um, but if you want to catch the live with Gary Middleton and I this Thursday, you can catch us on YouTube. It's in the show notes, Rideshare Rodeo. 
Find us on YouTube, or you can just click the link in the show notes to get there. It also will get posted um, on Uber Lyft drivers. So if you are subs- subscribed to Uber Lyft drivers, you will get a email notification about five minutes before uh, we go live. And you can actually just watch it right through um, Uber Lyft drivers or YouTube, but through the Uber Lyft drivers page that I have created for the live streams on Thursdays, you'll be able to watch it just through the player within the website. So if you don't like YouTube or you don't like being in the live chat or that whole environment, you can just watch it through there and you don't have to have an account or anything. Um, just letting you guys all know that um, that is an option as well. So um, to recap, display ride, get all over it. Maximo, get all over it. Um, Gary Middleton and I on Thursday, join us, come with questions. Even if you're, if you're new, especially if you're, especially if you're new and you're getting in rideshare, if you're already in rideshare and you're not using Maximo and you, you've never used a filtering app before, or you have, and you've had a bad experience or a good experience or any experience you want to share anything, please join us in the live chat. Um, it's not often we get Gary. He is the, also the CEO and founder of, uh, Middleton Tech. And so he he makes these apps. So if you guys have questions, get in here. Let's ask him. Let's get it all out in the open. And as always, you can email me at steve at rideshareradio.com. All right, guys, that's it. That's a week. Go out there and do something, spin something, whatever it is good in this crazy world. And we will see you back here next week on Rodeo. Peace. I'm